Folks, what is going on? Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 168 of the Foresight Podcast, the first episode of the new year. This your boy Arden talking to ya. Yo, damn, it's been a minute. Yeah, I forgot minute. my own Go shit. Ahead. God Go damn. Yeah, Yo, it's A to the Kizzle. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's just AK right now. Let me get a gun on Russ. You know, my you man AK was battling work, life, the holidays. A lot of y'all can relate. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got our man Wolf here, engineering, making sure the audio and the visuals are ever so captured beautifully. Of course, salute yeah. to the home base, WTF Media Studios, and to the right of us. First things first, man. New contributor over at Hip Hop DX. Well yeah, deserved. Sure. Well deserved. Thank you, man. Thank this you. is a writing extraordinaire. This is Forsyth family right here. Mm-hmm. As you remember, one of the co-hosts of the commission season one. Yes, host, leader of the Stay Busy podcast with Armand Sadler. One of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, man. The visuals are looking great and much more. And of course, salute mm-hmm. to the team. Of course, we got our guy, man, Armand, in the building. What's up, bro? How you feeling? How you feeling? Thanks for having me. Uh, no of problem. course. Thank you for joining yeah, us. We wanted that third mic, you know, because yeah. our brother Wills is busy with family stuff, and I'm happy he was able to answer the call. Hey, man, of course. Always got you. You know that. So, Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Real talk. And before I check in with my guys to see how they're doing in their 2022, of course, from Foresight to you all that are watching this or listening to this, Thank you so much as always. Thank you for the support. 2021, y'all made that an absolute movie. We're excited about what 2022 can do for us. So make sure you visit our official website, foresideny.com. That's really important. Check us out on the socials. Instagram is at the Foresight Company. Twitter is at Foresight Company. Playlist, you can find that on Apple Music. You can check us out on YouTube from full-length videos to YouTube Shorts. Content creators, tap into the YouTube Shorts. Thank me later. And that is simply that. Fellas, what's the word, man? How's everybody been? I'm not going to say Happy New Year because we're two weeks in. That's too <laughs> way late. That's way too late for that. That's limit. People be serious about like, yo, after January 7th, don't say Happy New Year to me. I agree. I agree. Once we get to this point, 13, 14, how, how's your year, brother? You good? Yeah. You straight? Yeah. AK, how's your 2022 been? Good, man, sir. 2022 started off good. Uh, shit, I, I really just can't complain. Words been light, thank God. Fam, niggas 25 now, so that's good. Yeah, man, quarter oh, century. Good. So, uh, can't complain. Good stuff Turning to 25, have some patience yeah. with us. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man, have patience. <laughs> but nah, that's good to hear, bro. I'm happy Yo. that you're doing good and everything and the family's well. Armand, good sir, how about you? I'm good, man, can't complain. Uh, 2022, you know, I'm coming into this year with, I'm saying I, I got a 0-0 record. You know, 2021 was a very great year for me. Um, it was like surprising because you know you know my 2020 was like yeah I felt a lot of pressure to kind of yeah uh, one up that and yeah. I ended up doing it and it was all in the yeah. back half of 2021 too yeah. so it's like all right but I don't want to rest on any of my laurels I don't want to revel mm-hmm. in past wins it's, it's a new season new year but it started off pretty well I got some things in the works some big things I'm Absolutely. working on absolutely and um, yeah I'm just I'm in a really good headspace so absolutely freaking Luli and not yeah. to make it about about me and I. Truly, you know, mean that, but I remember watching you from a distance as well as, you know, when I used to randomly call you. And it happened a couple times where I just wanted to check on you. And, you know, we talk about your career and I used to just tell you, you know, like, yo, just continue being patient. Like, your time is coming. Just be patient. Everything Mm -hmm. is there. So, and that's the thing too, right? Like, and I don't think, I don't think I had a chance to say this at any point last year publicly, but privately, I enjoyed seeing so many people 
whether I knew them or not, when mm-hmm. last year. Like, it was dope going on Twitter and seeing somebody who I don't even know be like, yo, I just got this new position at Sony. Yeah. Huh. I just joined <laughs> DX. I yeah. just joined here and there. And it made me so happy because our generation, especially this particular stretch of like 25 to like 30, so many people are pursuing their dreams and what they and whatever they want to do creatively or anything else. And people get told no or that, yo, the chances of you making it or breaking through are unlikely. And yeah. to see so many people win. And most importantly, to see so many people take control of their destiny yeah. and just yeah. say, yo, I'm going to do this. Come hella high water, I'm going to do this. So cheers to y'all. I absolutely sure, love man. it. From everyone in this room sure. to those watching, I really appreciate it. Wolf, our guy, how's your year been, good brother? What's the word? Man, it's been a it's been off to a good start, bro. It really, really has been. Uh, one of my biggest passions is making music. Mm-hmm. But since I've been in New York, I've just been trying to take care of grown man business, trying to get stable realistically. And uh, it's been a long three-year journey getting stable. So now that I'm stable, uh, first day of 2022, I made an incredible beat. Mm-hmm. I laid down an incredible verse. And it's making me feel very fulfilled, bro, as a man and an artist. So I feel great. That good, hey, that's man. cool and all, but all right, so F that, man. Hey, mixtape second quarter, what we got? <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, hey, hey. Wait, I'm thinking May. I'm thinking May. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. My birthday month, right. so that better not be trash. That's what <laughs> I need that joint to be crispy. Like but now nah, I'm really happy for you, bro. It's always great seeing you do for your sure. thing, yeah, too. Uh, of course, to start off the show, new music, new music, new music. Mm-hmm. It's so funny thinking about it, fellas. You know, throughout 2020... And throughout, I would say, at least half of 2021, a lot of people felt like it was slow for music. Like, a lot of us was just waiting on certain artists, certain artists definitely disappointed. (laughs) And when you think about this year, I'm happy we got off to such a great start. And I remember seeing one of your tweets, Armand, and I'll start this off with you, where it was like, yo, we have a lot of new music coming out. And with The weekend and Gunna mm-hmm. leading the way, and we'll start this off by talking about The weekend. Mm-hmm. how do you feel with The weekend putting his foot first to kick off 2022's year of music? I love it, man. A lot of these big artists, you know, it feels like they're very strategic, but it feels like they're kind of waiting for what they deem the right moment. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think just in life, you'll spend, you'll waste a lot of time waiting for the right yep. moment. You can create that right moment. Um and then you hear this weekend project, and it just feels like there's a lot of attention to detail put into it, the sequencing of it, the concept of it, the, you know, there's, the, I, I can go on and on about this album, but I, I love it. Like, you know, of of that and Gunna, like, personally, I, I enjoy the weekend's album more uh, this weekend. Gunna's joint is great, though, and we'll get to that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for me... I've been, you know, nerding about it to all my friends. Like, I feel like this is this is his best vocal performance on an album ever. I think. Um, wow, that's that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. I think that you know he's been really, you know, he's obviously leaned heavily into this pop '80s thing for yeah. the last three projects, and you know, people don't like it, but I think I think he's really mastered it this time. Like, yeah. Starboy was a bit. I, I love Starboy. I think it was a little too long. After Hours was shorter. There were still some songs where I was like, eh. This one, there's only really one song that I don't like. I think yeah. it's uh, "Every Angel" is, is terrifying, and yeah. and that's yeah. like, and even that, I, it's not that I hate it. It's just like it's like eh, man, it's, it's whatever. But I, I can listen to this album straight through. It's amazing to drive to. 
Um, and yeah, he, he he kicked it off crazy. So the the bar's been set. You know, I, I said it all on our pod like last year when Jasmine Sullivan dropped Hotels the first mm-hmm. week twenty twenty one. Shout out to our twenty twenty one R and B MVP. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she she deserves it. Like she she set the bar, and most of the R and B, if not all of it, because that was my my overall album of the year. Mm-hmm. No, nothing measured up to it. So it's like you know. Who, who, and the thing about Weekend and this pr- project is there's no one really doing music like this. So anyone who, who who would try to compete with Dawn FM and do do what he did and do it better? Like there's really no one doing it. So he's going to he's gonna stand alone in my mind. Obviously, we're two weeks in, so I can't say that yeah. yet. Someone could pop, up, pop out out of nowhere with a project like this. But um, I, I, I love it. I really do love it. Like... Um, he, here we go again. Is my favorite song. It's Tyler's verse on that. I it it, it, it didn't do it for me. I that was the was first Tyler verse in a while that I was underwhelmed by. Yeah, and I think because, what's it saying something because he's yeah. been on an incredible uh, streak yeah. of verses, you've been, you've been and, and, and all streaks about. do come to an end. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's why you listen to the raps on "Call Me If You Get Lost." You listen to his feature on Maxo's project. Like he's been rapping his ass off for the last two. years. The joints 20, he did with Freddie. The yeah, joints he did with Griselda. Yeah, twenty twenty like, as well. He was rapping well, so I think yeah. it's just like he's set the bar so high for himself that giving something like that is kind of like ah damn bro like we're kind of expecting you to you know really really bring it but the um, fact that people are talking about that line of uh alimony or uh what <laughs> was it? Sign this preen, yeah, preen, uh, preen. I was preen. like, nah, that's not it. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, that's really my only complaint from the project. I think it sits at a great length. What is it? Sixteen songs, fifty-two minutes, fifty-four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shout out Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey, radio host Quincy Jones popping in. Uh, Wayne's verse on "I Heard You're Married." Like it's it's great to me. It's yeah. great. That Quincy interlude. Hmm. You know, as, as I switch it up. Might be my favorite interlude of the year, mm. right before Out of Time. There was something about it that was so beautiful. Yeah, man. And, you know, and it is and amongst the great things you said, you know, Armand, before I pass it to AK, there's an underlying conversation that I've seen be had a couple times yeah. in which some people, and this was even before the Weekend Project, by the way, y'all, but, like, some people aren't really feeling the sample and flips of, 80, 70, 60 stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I was seeing some people have the conversation with Silk Sonic. Yep. Yeah. Some people yeah. are just like two great musicians. They just hate the concept. Yeah. They hate it for what it is. They feel you, like it's nostalgia baiting. Yeah. Which I can understand to an extent. I would like, say this weekend project it is nostalgic baiting. Cause some of yeah. those records, like out of time. I love that record. It feels been, like Michael, bro. It feels <laughs> like Mike. <laughs> like, I'm getting Mike vibes. And yeah. I'm like, I'm listening to The Weeknd. Yeah. I've been here. And it's like, yeah. damn. AK, how you feel? Me, it's funny because um, I'm admittedly not a Weeknd fan like that. So mm-hmm. Well noted during yeah, in our so, podcast history. Yeah. So um, and he said, like, yo, like he drove to the album the first time and he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The first time like I actually listened to the album was riding around in it. Um, Honestly, then I didn't like it. Mm. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I've came around to it. So I even told my girl, like, yo, I'm not gonna lie, I'm listening to it right now. And mm-hmm. I, I like it a little bit more better than I did before on some real yeah. shit. Yep. So, and honestly, and I think to me, it's because of like, just uh, that 80s sounding vibe that he did. And it's yeah. a lot better, in my opinion, than what he was doing on After Hours, which for me, I've also. After I was just kind of triggered me. I like I used to work in fucking retail. Anytime I heard that blinding light song, I just knew, like, yo. I just knew. Blinding but, like, lights is everywhere, bro. Everywhere. So I yeah. So that shit was just. Nah. Just throw a fit as soon as you heard, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew. So. Switch it. Yeah. So for me, like, this was honestly, it's, it's an enjoyable album. 
probably got to listen to a few times to see what I like, how I really, really feel about it. But for now, as a admitted weekend hater, you know, <laughs> this shit is nice. So standouts to me though, favorite track, actually, I'm going to say it right now, is, uh, which one is that shit again? Oh, the every angel is still terrifying. Uh, is there someone else? That's the one. Is there someone else? That's is there someone one. else? That one, yo, moment I heard that shit, I was like, yeah. How do I make you love me? Is like a great aerobics track. Yeah, mm. that's like meant for cycling. He, <laughs> you know, like oh, that is right. Like the trainer will start talking during that little breakdown. Yeah, and then you start hearing weekend go crazy. He's gonna go all right and left and right and left and right. Like he's gonna make he or she's gonna make you pick up your pace. Like some dance dance revolution. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, like it, re it really like it Man. really is though. Like I'm thinking of like those old like those old ass uh, videos Ron Simmons joints where it's yeah like, yo. Yeah, it really band, is. That type of shit. And you know what though? Like I know for me with the weekend, I've never been a big project lover of the yeah. weekend. Like for me, and I've said this on the podcast too, when we've had our yeah. extensive weekend conversations, AK is just like, if weekend gives me 14 records, I typically like five or six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love usually two or three. Mm -hmm. So I know I'm gonna like half the project. But I've never been like a huge, yo, I love this entire project. Yeah. My favorite weekend project was the EP he dropped in 2018, My, my Dear. Melancholy. Yeah. yeah. Wasted Time. Special. Those records, oh my God. And it definitely hit because what I was going through One at the time. One of the few <laughs> projects I liked too. Like, yeah. It's pretty much but that, like, yeah. it was like, I, that's the only weekend project that I loved. Mm -hmm. This right here is getting close to that. Mm. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah, it's getting close to me Honestly. saying, like, I love this project. I don't want to say it yet, but uh, someone brought it up on the timeline. They was like, yo, this might be my favorite. I was like, I can't jump off the porch just yet and say it's my favorite. <laughs> but but you're it, it's getting it is close. There. Like, this was the most enjoyable, immersive first listening experience to where I felt I had to keep listening. And I'm happy you said that because you know what I realized, too? I really enjoy The weekend when he makes more upbeat music. And I know that may be controversial. People hate that. Yeah, people, people hate that. Hate that. Yeah. And I know that's like controversial because a lot of y'all love Dark Weekend, mm -hmm. Cocaine on the Table, <laughs> Extremely Toxic, Hurt. Yeah. And I get yeah. that. And and again, he got some joints. But me personally, I don't mind Out of Time Weekend. I don't mind Sacrifices Weekend. I don't mind uh, How Do I Make You Love Me Weekend. Mm -hmm. Like, I like Upbeat Weekend. The man got range. I yeah. love hearing the range. Mm -hmm. And to me personally... For me, I find his songwriting to stand out more. Yeah. When it's more upbeat. Yeah. Because for the dark stuff, you're more moody. It's emotion, right? Focus. People start using their imaginations when it comes to anybody who's releasing dark music. It's like, oh, snap. Yeah. yeah. Who was he? Who was she? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening here? When it's upbeat, you got to really pay attention to what somebody's really saying. Oh, and fact. it's like. And I think that's the problem is people get caught up in. I say this so much. I've been in so many weekend debates. People get so caught up in the sonics of it that they're not actually listening to the fact that he's saying the Don't same speak. shit. Mm -hmm. He's still talking about drugs. Mm -hmm. He's still toxic. He's still saying, I'm going to fuck you like we friends and then leave you alone. But he still just, talks about how his heart's broken and he's yeah. doing one of the three things in the bathroom. Yeah, but he's just Somewhere. doing it. He's doing he loves it the over like... We saw this in Uncut Gems. Looking for them back too. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I, you know... If, if it's not for you, that's fine. I say that to everyone. If it's not for you, I, I respect it. But to me, this shit is a masterpiece. Yeah. It's no, it is. Like, I, I'm not mad that this is the project that, like, really kicks off the new year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm not mad even at the Gunna project, too. Oh, that and happened, yeah. I want to use Gunna as an example 
and Wolf, I want your opinion on this. Okay. On what I feel about Roddy Rich, because I've been sleeping <laughs> on this for a good minute. And I got to give Armand credit as well, because on his pod, and I meant to tell you this in live time, but it slipped my mind. It was the holidays, of course. There was something that Josh said in which, when talking about a young popping artist, mm -hmm. the conversation was, I think it was, does somebody have next or is somebody having a run? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. And yep. I remember listening to it and going, God damn, this is good. Mm -hmm. But I forgot to text you and say that was a great job. Okay, great job. Thank you. Thank I want to use Gunna as an example here, as, as much as I hate to be the comparative guy, because Roddy Rich, a lot of y'all 2018, 2019 get popping artists. Mm -hmm. This is how you follow up mm -hmm. with a project. Mm -hmm. This is how you follow up. This is how you build. Mm hmm. And this is how I know for a fact, in the words of Stay Busy, oh, he's not just having a moment. He's on a run. He's on a run. Mm -hmm. Rowdy, so disappointed in that project. Mm, yeah. And I have not revisited since. Yeah. I and I had some joints on that project. Yeah, there's a few. There's but a, I have not revisited, bro. <laughs> and you know like it's three. not good before I go to Wolf for your opinion on what I'm saying because I don't think it was even two weeks later that he tweeted – Oh, I'm dropping something else. Y'all gonna put respect in my name. Eat That's how you know it was trash. Eat the streets three. That's how you know it was trash, big dog. Eat the streets three. That's how you know it was trash. You gotta go back in the tuck for the for the classics, for the stuff that not even half of the culture knew about you with. Mm -hmm. You gotta go back to that, big dog, just to just to get your name back. Cause you know what you dropped was garbage. Mm -hmm. You knew what you dropped was garbage. Mm -hmm. That wasn't it. Mm -hmm. You can't be the dude that gave us the box, had Bieber and Selena Gomez begging, cheating <laughs> to get a number one and give us that nearly two years later? God about that. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, if how you feel about that, good sir? I'm about to mm. give you another spritz. I forgot mm. about that. Now you deserve one. You deserve one. You deserve one. Let me take this over. Yeah. I mean, honestly, bro. The nerve, the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's really how I feel like, too. <laughs> I feel like maybe, I don't know, like when he came out, the game. He came out with his introduction album and he yeah. like electrified the world with that album. Like that shit like resonated with so many people. You know how many everywhere. people was crying on the timeline due to that damn outro? What was it called? War Baby. War, War Baby. Baby. Yeah. You know how many people was crying in live time due to that Special. outro? Special. I'm going to say, man, it's just a glitch in the matrix. That's what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Like... Megan Thee Stallion, completely unrelated, but similar situation in my eyes. Like yep. I wanted her first album to be classic i'm from texas i needed that to be a of classic and it I, and was I, and not I that yeah and in in no capacity was it anything close to that yeah it was but does she have it in her to do it though she yeah. does roddy i hope you listening my brother i know you have it in you my he nigga does. you know he what does. i'm saying i know you got it he definitely in you. does but this wasn't it though it, it, it was not it was not it and i think we're gonna and it's funny too right because a lot of this new class the gunners the the rowdies the Megans, Lil Babies, Lil Dirks, whatever. What I realized with Gunna before it passes the a before it passes UAK was he's easily like the least spoken on within that particular group. Mm, At least yeah. from my perspective. Like, yeah. I feel like Gunna has his moments, but if it ain't the timeline clouding him on his fits, <laughs> nobody really talks about Gunna. Yeah. And he yeah. makes a case for arguably making the best music. Mm -hmm. uh, but folks don't really talk about him. That's valid. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. I agree. That's valid. It's, it's crazy. That's valid. I'm, I'm there with you. But with this Gunner project though, AK, how you feel if you've been Fan. bumping it? Nah, I love this shit. I, I forgot what happened. The, I honestly forgot. I honestly didn't know that he was gonna drop a project. I just forgot he did that shit, mm. right? And I think I was on doing like one of those fucking Apple Shuffle shits. I don't know what playlist. Some shit came up. I don't think it was pushing P. I think it was some shit with uh with Doug. I forgot what it was. I was like, nah, this shit fire. I didn't hear this shit before. Hold on, who is this? Gunner? Bet. Let me check this shit out. <laughs> Play it all. Yo, I'm telling you, that was my entire thought process, right? Play that shit, man. Yo, I love it. I love it. That shit, I got to even go down. Hold on, let me go. Let's pull this shit up real quick. I got to hear it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. That shit's, yeah, that shit's bro, you good, gonna, You going to like, like this project, bro. Like, the shit he did Where with it, you know what's crazy? Right. Like, that, this is when I really realized, like, yeah, this nigga is like a, a thug protege because he was doing shit with his voice mm-hmm. that he never did before in the other tracks. Mm-hmm. The uh, the sounds that he picked, the beats that he picked was shit that I never heard of. I'm thinking he's still going to go with that little gu- fucking guitar shit now. Yeah, right. Whole yeah. different shit. I'm like, whole okay, bet. different. Yep. This, nigga, this nigga is nice. And, this, and honestly, before, not, was never going to hate her like this music, but this wasn't really like a, a fan like that this shit really put in like it was like yo for me nah i really gotta keep my eye on some shit because this is really nice right yeah. and and to your rowdy point you're to not rowdy to your rowdy point on some shit it's it reminded me of bryson's situation like when you mm-hmm. say megan this one's reminding me of bryson's situation a lot like That's another good point like he's trying to do whatever he big albums bet yeah. okay said bet let me try and do a whole bunch of different shit just didn't work out same shit that was a good one yeah before i go to the, the armand there has to be an inside look. Maybe you can write about it. Just like, <laughs> what is this process for artists? Gears between the hit. Like, what is the math on it? Why do things happen the way they do? Because there is an overwhelmingly alarming number of the young stars who begin declining in the moment musically. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you doing some stuff, but the steady decline shouldn't happen, right? Like with the Hoes, Drakes, Kenny, Coles, whatever, Eminem, whoever, right? At least based on your opinion, their decline, at least it was way after the fact, yeah. right? Like at least it was way after the fact. Yeah. Imagine if Kendrick started declining after Good Kid. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Drake started declining after Take Care. Yeah, yeah. Imagine even God rest Max Soul. Imagine God started uh, Max started declining after like uh, watching movies with the sound off yeah. or stuff. Like that's not supposed to happen. Yeah, um, you need to write about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we um we had it. We had we had an interesting conversation with an artist recently. We're putting out an interview with him. Uh, I don't want to date this, but th- th- this week, depending on when this drops. But can't um, wait. Yeah. So, you know, nowadays. A lot of people are recognizing that you don't necessarily need to be the most talented. You don't have to put as much into the craft. You can get rich off one hit. Mm-hmm. So you you get that one song that hits, you're that viral moment, everyone's paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. You you feel like you, you, your shit don't stink. So you could just do whatever you think, you could throw out whatever you think your fans are gonna ride with you. You know, Gunna is fortunate because he came up under Thug. Thug's yeah, been yeah. grinding. Thug is constantly experimenting, doing different things. Thug has really groomed him and Lil Baby. So there's a certain standard I feel Thug holds Gunna to, to where Gunna really can't fall off and slack. And, yeah. you know, he's got really, like, the, the tracks he's got with Drake. He, Gunna's worked with everybody. Like, Future, like, he and Future have worked together a lot. Like, he's around people who are going to push his pen, mm-hmm. push his song-making ability. So I, I, I think he really... 
as much as it's it's clear he's enjoying the money, the fashion, the the, the memes, all that. Yep. He's yeah. it also seems like he is really committed to continuing to make great music. And I'll admit, like when Dripper Drown Two dropped twenty nineteen, I, I didn't like it. I was like, ooh, is it gonna like is was was Drip Season Three just? And he had good products before Drip yeah. Season Three, but Drip Season Three was really the one where I was like, oh, he's he's that nigga. And then yeah. Dripper Drown Two, I was like, uh, gonna I don't know, man. That one of twenty twenty, that was my favorite rap album. I got two hundred for lunch. That, that shit was incredible. So I was like, oh no no, he's good. Good. And then this was like, yeah, I was an anthem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gunners, Gunners, really, really like that. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's definitely very interesting watching a lot of these people who you can kind of just tell like they may not necessarily have the love for the music as much as they have the love for the money and the popularity. And you know, it's tough as someone who genuinely loves the music. But and I hate that so much, man. Like I hate the fact that when when that when the last bit of the golden era really just goes away. I'll say it. Our culture's in trouble, man. Our culture's really going to be in trouble because it's like we have a lot of these unique talents that aren't going to have this immediate success or ability to replicate it within the first few years. Yeah. It's going to be essentially a lot of one and dones, mm -hmm. a lot of one hit wonders, a lot of one project wonders. And it also leads me to just like a deeper conversation at another time we can hold about like what are the managers really doing what are the a rs really doing what are these artist teams really doing like are people really prepared for the possibility that you can have something go mm -hmm. and this is your new reality mm -hmm. because it seems like a lot of y'all out there aren't prepared for that moment yeah, yeah. it's embarrassing that for example, and no disrespect to who I'm about to name, because I'm actually a fan of this person. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know I gave myself a nickname after this person. Lil Nas X, for example, mm -hmm. was way more prepared for what was about to happen after Old Town Road. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, Way more prepared. Yeah, you got, got a great team at Columbia, yeah. though, because the, the team at Columbia is really invested in him. That's like, true. They're really... Like it's 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 a machine and it's great and it's it's kind of like it's crazy too because Roddy's at Atlantic, so how does that another strong <laughs> how label? How, how does they drop the ball basically? Yeah, right? it's like Atlantic is the label, honestly. Yeah. Like they're the label, so and if they're not in your list, they're definitely top three. Yeah, so it's just like you know what, where, where's the disconnect there? Like, did they think just because? The box and please excuse me for being antisocial or so great that like you know <laughs> shit's gonna pop years. regardless because like nah man like you know as much as casual music listeners will you know I've, I've always had this theory that people are sometimes caught up more in an artist's aura than their actual music yeah, yeah. um but Obviously i not. but this is also a very harsh era we're in. Like Twitter will is quick to trash an album. Five what? minutes in, like midnight, five five minutes past, they don't like three songs. Oh, it's trash. trash. <laughs> so yep. this is a very critical era. So like, for them to put out "Live Life Fast," thinking that it's going to be as impactful as "Please Excuse Me," like I I I really don't get how that how that happened. It's it's still mind blowing to me. You know what else really grinds my gears? I'll, I'll be honest with you. After ASAP Rocky, no other artist should do a project that starts with long live. Mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry. Mm. ASAP got that. Mm. ASAP got that, and that's copyright infringement. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. To me, it's a Chico, and I think a lot of y'all artists know that. I think a lot of y'all artists know that. Like, ASAP really did something with that. I'm not jacking that. 
You put a dollar sign in your title for it. I'm not jacking that. <laughs> ASAP should claim copyright infringement. And if yeah. not, damn it, pass it on the Ty Dollar Sign. Because mm. Dollar Sign the only one who I really like with the Dollar Sign in his name, too. Got to give our brother Wills a shout out because Wills has some comments, of course, Sir. about the music. And in the words of our good brother, Weekend's album was good. First half wasn't really it for me, but once it got the Tyler's track, it was knocking for me. Of course, that's funny after what we talked about with Tyler's verse. <laughs> Gunna's album is really good. His best project since he broke in the game with Drip Season 3. Mm. I don't know if G Herbo, Pushing P, Die Alone, Me and You with Chloe. Bruh, mm. such a good record. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have liked it to be a little longer. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was I, a little I, short. I wish Chloe had had a verse. Mm. Like that, they had great chemistry. The harmonies are great. It was like we ain't get enough of Chloe, bro. Like, that must have been before they went to that Hawks game. That's why I, she. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I, I kind of wish. I wish it was a little longer. She wasn't trying to miss Trey Young, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she like, I lay down this. Like, I lay down this little six in, bar. <laughs> I lay down this little six bar. I'm trying to watch Trey throw alleys to, to John Collins. Like yeah. <laughs> you want me to write down bars like. But nah, real talk. Wells, see you next episode. We miss you, my brother. Yes, um, new segment alert. Second installment of the Foresight segment. Of course, we debuted this during our award show. Salute to Stilion for giving me this idea and what you know. Once we really get the segment going, each week we'll rotate. You know, who wants to give advice to the culture and everything? And of course, if any of y'all have advice you want to give, feel free. I know for me... Right here, right now, I want to speak to all the artists out there and say this is the start of a new year. There's plenty of new opportunity for you to know what it means to interact with the media. Yeah. A lot of y'all that are up and coming, you really need to change what is your perspective of media. Um, salute to my guy Poncho and Cruz, you know, their whole en uh, encore acoustic, you know, podcast series and overall platform. I, I was on their show a couple months ago and I was talking to them about just like media etiquette with artists and being in the fact that there's a lot of artists out there that don't know what it means to work with media, to appreciate media. And I often say we are the most unselfish people in the business. We typically shine a spotlight on others without asking for much in return. Yeah. We willingly shine a spotlight on you even if you don't have much to offer. Just because we believe in you, we believe in telling your stories. And artists, you got to understand, even if you're somebody that's lucky to, you know, have such a great direct relationship with your consumer, the right media platform can serve as the best middleman to not only them to tell your story, but to also reach out to a broader audience. Mm -hmm. And I always use this example in basketball. You do not see, well, let me rephrase that. You rarely see people wait until they get into the NBA to start learning how to play the game, mm -hmm. to start learning how to act like a pro. They, they starting to do that back in middle school. Mm -hmm. So you got to understand whether it's with the four sides, to stay busy, any other platform. If you are on that platform, know what it means to interact with the media. Knows what it means to repost. Know what it means to approach us with the right plan if you want to get spotlight and everything. Because you can't act like the way you do and then wait until you get with the Hot Nines, the Complex, the Hip Hop DX, the World Stars, et cetera, et cetera, and just not understand how this works. So that would be my advice to you in this week's Foresight segment. Know what it means to operate with the media properly so on every level, 
you know what it means to get the best coverage and to make the best relationships. That's all I got. Anybody want to offer anything? Um, I just got a, if you try, <clears throat> my bad. If you like trying to get in, you know, interested in music, just trying to get in. It's honestly something I haven't just learned like the past couple of years, even last year, really. Just just get outside. Like if you like me, who's a fucking homebody, you got you honestly got to get outside more. You got outside to these concerts, got outside to these fucking venues, whatever. Gotta get outside, mix and mingle. Even if you don't mix and mingle, probably somebody really gonna notice you and then y'all probably chat it up later, whatever, it don't matter, mm. but just get outside. That's what you, what you just gotta do. I'm still learning that, still trying to fight through it, but that's the best, I, that's the, the one advice I got. That's great advice. Yeah. Armand, you got anything? Yeah, getting outside is good, but also maximize your social media, you know? Like, there's some artists who put a song out, promote it once, and then do nothing else with it. And it's like, mm. show us how invested you are in this song, and then we'll be curious at the very least to check Thank it out. Thank you. And then we'll be into it. But also beyond that, some artists feel like they're too cool to like use social media and just talk and be themselves mm -mm. and get personal. But no, like engage with people, reply to tweets, start a conversation. Even if you disagree with someone, like just, you know, like literally talk to people. Like that's that, that's how you cultivate a fan base is mm -hmm. you, you show that you're human. Like humans connect to humans. Like as much as we revere these celebrities and we look up to them and all that, like at the end of the day, there's, there's always that one touch point that makes so, you go from like, someone who just observes someone to someone who's a fan of someone and yeah. then that fandom can grow into stand-up or whatever like yeah. but as long as long as it stays healthy but yeah like just you, like social media is there for you to use there's so many different avenues now reels uh, fleets well fleets are gone now stories <laughs> like there's all all these things at your disposal to maximize how much you can connect with people use it yeah. absolutely and and wolf before I ask you know if you have any advice um I tell artists all the times, and I tell creatives this all the time, a lot of y'all wonder if people are checking for you. And I think that's the wrong question. The truth is, are you giving people something to check for? Mm -hmm. If you give people something to check for, mm -hmm. that's when you realize whether or not people are checking for you. Yeah. Message. Wolf, mm -hmm. any advice you would want to give to your peers, to anybody who you see that be like, yo, I need to be on the couch in WTF Media Studios and everything, man. What, what you got for me? What you got for me? Um, man, advice I would just give to any creative, honestly, is um, give yourself some grace, man. Making art is very hard. And us as people, we're very emotional. So some days you might not be in your best operating flow, so you can't operate the best. So give yourself some grace. That's one. Two, learn yourself so you can learn what works best for you. Um, experiment, bro. Definitely try different things. Like if you're a rapper, you're a podcaster, whatever it is that you're doing, continue to work on that and then try something else because you never know. You might have like a rhythm or a pocket that's perfectly waiting on you and you'll never feel or recognize that until you just get out your box and try. So keep trying, be grateful to yourself. And if you love it, never stop. Yeah. That is yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That is wonderful. Great job, fellas. Quick talking point. Armand, you probably heard about this already. Meek Mill, the last Dream Chasers mixtape. Mm. It's going to be an NFT. Mm. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, I'm honestly, like, uh, this, this NFT thing has probably been, like, a thing for over, like, a year now, something like that. So I'm, I'm like... That's all I hear about at my job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very loosely familiar with it. I'm not tapped in. I haven't purchased one yet. Like, it's kind of just, like, it's low-key overwhelming, uh, so, sort of. For sure, mm -hmm. yeah. But, you know, I, I do think it's cool. Like, at the end of the day, 
musicians, artists are some of the most influential people in our society these days, for better or for worse. So for a bit, a, another big artist, I know a bunch of other artists have NFTs, like mm -hmm. for another big artist to be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, utilize this and also, you know, attach some music to it. I, I think it's cool, you know. Will I be purchasing? I don't know. I'll probably hear the music somehow, anyways. But you <laughs> yeah, know, right. I, I, I do think folks will cool. make sure of that. <laughs> um, this seems like it's the the new wave. Um, so I'm interested to see what it becomes because it still seems like it seems like it's in its infancy. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think for Meek because he's had one of the most roller coaster careers over the last four years now. Literally. Like, Getting out of jail, be, people calling him Meek Luther King, dropping championship. <laughs> Meek Mandela, yeah, I still love that know, one. Mandela, hilarious. He went on a great feature run 2019, 2020. He just became an absolute clown saying bullshit. Expensive Pain came out. I thought it was cool. I didn't really love it. A certain rapper um, with clown hair randomly found him in Miami and tried running up on yeah, him. Yeah, like mm -hmm. it's, it's just a, a lot of different lot. things happening. <laughs> that person should be nameless. He's kind of a, <laughs> he, he's undone a lot of his goodwill. So it's, this is, it's cool to see him kind of, I don't want to say doing something serious, but doing something that people could potentially learn from. It's like, okay, there's music here, but also like, yo, tap into NFTs. Like, there's a lot of opportunity here for you, so. And that's what's so sad about it, because Meek is literally the prime example of right message, wrong messenger. Mm. Mm. And that's what sucks. And I'm, like, so serious. Like, it sucks. Like, I find it to be, my only thoughts on this is I think it's pretty dope. Um, Nas... Yeah, uh, jumped into the NFT space by saying, I think whoever's purchasing his recent projects mm -hmm. get some sort of royalty percentage through NFTs. Because yeah. the thing with NFTs is, again, like creatives can essentially have folks buy the NFT of the project, the art, et cetera, yeah. and essentially have that be a contract. Um, personally, I think with NFTs, I think how it is now, I think it's a lot of it is going to fail, but I think it's more so the thought that will change the world and make it what it is. I think a lot of action in it is going to be, is already garbage and it's going to be garbage. But the overall thought, the next wave is going to be able to tinker with it and really apply it. But yeah, yeah man, I think with Meek, it's right message, wrong messenger. And of course, a lot of people are going to clown it. Um, I don't know if sales going to mean a thing with NFTs. That's going to be a first for the music business, yeah. right? Yeah, but, yeah um, another one. But yeah, right message, wrong messenger. But I wish him the best of luck. I might, I might get it just because he gave me a lot with them Dream Taster series. So I might get into some energies because of Meek because of that. Yeah, okay. I was sure. I think you you said it the best. Uh, right message, wrong message. <laughs> right message, wrong messenger. Because I was thinking the same shit. Um, honestly, I'm not mad at it, but I'm never really been. I'm, I'm honestly trying to learn this whole NFT thing, this whole Web three shit. But like you, like what you said, I'm not this bit. Certain concepts, certain shit about the concept of NFTs, I'm not really just fucking with. Um, but that's just me, and yeah. So for me, it's whatever. As long as at the end of the days, I somehow I'm able to hear the music, I'll be fine with it. Um, but for the niggas that's probably maybe not into that NFT shit, who probably don't really know too much about it, and I'm unable to get it. Like shit, I'm I'm trying to understand how this like Web three addresses made. Shit, I can't even find a way to make one. So you understand what I mean? So it's. It's, it's, all this shit going on is it's, it's supposed to be somewhat accessible. It's, it's, it's ending nuts, out bro. a lot, really pretty much like inaccessible. So for the niggas that want to listen to this music, who probably just want to get a chance too. So I don't know. That's just me. I'm not really fucking with it. Like and, that. and that's the thing too about NFTs. And, 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 and it's literally the last thing I'll say about it. It's like it's very much like stock and cryptocurrency being yeah. that it's really not accessible 
because it's really more so for a niche People. audience, yeah. mm-hmm. mostly white, <laughs> mostly with money. Mm-hmm. But it would be dope if everybody could get in. Maybe. But it's very much unac- unaccessible because who really has not only the information, but the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it took until really what last year, at least on a on a global scale for the general public to really get into cryptocurrencies with the whole game stock sock yeah. amc's people making up random oh, cryptocurrency Shiba. stuff it yeah. took that social media and random and things happening for the general public to finally get in on it but it's things like that that are very much inaccessible but that's why i was also saying like i think a lot of the action in it right now from what i'm seeing still as a novice has and will fail but the thought of it will stick yeah. and then it's a matter how people remix it and utilize it fellas serious question yeah we see yay mm. <laughs> doing magazine covers again mm. but bounce Ju- back the, yeah that's crazy with julia fox mm. side note mm-hmm. i didn't even know shorty had a kid yeah mm. so yay's out here making single mothers happy again wow what a guy that's that's a man of god that's a man of god that's the man of God. I mean, for real. Because apparently her man, her her baby father oh, he, ain't. He's terrible, yeah. Terrible, yeah, dog. I, 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 did, I did some Googles. Oh, he's terrible? <laughs> yeah, real I, talk. Uh, I, I follow her on IG. She, Go ahead, Armand. She had a long-ass IG story about this man. Long. Go check it out. He's seemingly <laughs> Yeah, what was like, I need to do some research. I, I don't for know confirmation him, for from myself. what she said and from the screenshot text she put up, like, he's. Well, he the scum, he's, yeah. he's not the father. That, yeah, that she's a mother of, what, a one-year-old, two? year old like she just had a kid yeah and dude is trash but back to yay back julia fox he's out there dressing her up and Mm -hmm. hotel rooms Mm -hmm. (laughs) got julia in the cut with madonna with ab who would have thought on yeah floyd who would have thought on any other night on twitter you see a a picture of kanye with money bag yo antonio brown in the game holding a gun in a studio Huh. Donda <laughs> 2 on the way. How are we feeling? Who wants to kick this off? How are we feeling about single yay going nuts? Party in Miami with future yeah. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> How are we feeling? Who wants to who wants to touch Yo, this? I who love wants it. to touch the oven? I love, I love it. it. Yo, let he's living his life, man. Mm-hmm. You know? It, man. Had to get the house in front of his wife just as long so he could stay with the kids. You feel me? By the end of the day, he's single. You know, he got a got the baddie with him now. Living his life, starting off the new year right. I love it. Shout out to Ye. Probably not going to listen to Donda 2, but <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> now, nah, whoever want to touch on, I don't really so, got much I, to say. That's all I got. That's all I love it, bro. I feel like Kim is very much so doing my nigga very wrong. You know what I mean? She out here with this this man, so you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> since you're going to do my guy like that, let me go ahead and just step out here with the better modified version Mm. Real ass mm. We just give it a moment of silence for the real ass I'm gonna keep talking but in your mind give it a moment of yeah. silence bro mm. The body's real Julia, He winning bro up. she look better than her too You know what I mean mm. So Ooh, my nigga winning she trying to clown yay And he winning he upgraded And upgraded. I hope he stick with it too I love Damn. it I love it. Hey do you think Pete Davidson's a hoe <laughs> That nigga is a, is a pale cockroach <laughs> <laughs> it was on my mind. Hey, when I start drinking sprints, I get nah. a little more looser. Uh, he came I wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> nah, because like I saw the timeline talk about it. And that's the thing too about my Twitter etiquette these days, right? 
I don't really say much if you really follow me. I do a lot of retweeting. Yeah. Yeah. And outside of my bum-ass Colts getting me to tweet on Sundays or tweeting my work, I don't really tweet. I just bookmark and retweet. That's mm-hmm. that's my value to Twitter these days. But I peep. I peep and I peep people in live time just be like, yo, Pete Davidson been getting passed around. Like, <laughs> Bro, what is going on? Yo, yo you know what I'm saying? Yo, that's why I had to ask. I don't understand, nah, bro. He seems happy, so I'm happy for you, bro. But like, I don't understand. I'm trying to switch it up, goddammit. Women can't be called hoes only. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. He, yeah, hey, nah. man. Absolutely not. Yo, I was just about to say, because I like you you switch it around because you, you normally hear it the other way around, like, yo, damn, that nigga a sniper or some other shit, but you call nah, it this like, you call like, him the whole I was crying. Passed around. And it's like I'm sorry. I don't think bro got that much game, and he ain't yeah. that funny. Bro. <laughs> to bag. I'm telling you, it gotta be something going on with this shit. It gotta be, bro. It gotta be, bro. I don't wanna say it. I don't want to out of pocket, man. I don't wanna speak on super out of pocket. I <laughs> so <laughs> The, the timeline is calling him Meet Davidson. <laughs> because, <laughs> because they think he's, he. I mean, like, the way he look, he got to have, like, he got to be, you know, sling, you know what I'm <laughs> I don't know. He's dropping the slong hey, off yeah, on bro. Him, bro. I don't like speaking on this, but. Hey, he dropping man. the slong like, off, hey, bro. Hey, listen. It makes huh. sense. Let me tell you something. Damn Kim it. and Ariana might be in the same group Shorty. chat. Both of them Shorty a clown. She's like, yo, yo. I, I want parts. Hey man, let me tell you something. I Yo, am Meet Davidson is crazy. hundred and ten percent heterosexual. That's it, crazy. crazy. I am not <laughs> in no part in my life where I need to pause or say anything. Yeah, no. If he ain't that funny, he's slanging. <laughs> okay, it's gotta it's be. Simple it. as besides, that. besides the fact he's rich, like he got some money. But come on now, is it as simple as that, bro? It gotta, gotta be, be, man. Yo. I don't know. It either. gotta be, man. Nigga look like a whole dweeb. He like the he type of nigga crazy. who used to get beat up in high school just because type shit. Hey, man. Yo. Pete Davidson really looks as if he if he wasn't in comedy, he would be a porn star. Bro, he looked like His a drug addict with, chose with cash, my nigga. <laughs> That's a bang bros porn star. Ready to have. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the name. Meet <laughs> Davidson. Yeah. Meet Davidson. That's right there. You gotta run with that. He's, he's gonna right run with there. that. <laughs> He is going to. Man. I mean, if you're happy, Pete, you're happy, you hey, know? Man. I'm just saying, like... Do your thing. Do your it, thing. It, it happens way too frequently. It's like, it's not even a year. And it's like, again? Mm. You know? And side note with Kanye, I'm happy for you, bro, but I'm one of those people that I will never forget. You were still literally singing to Kimberly on stage. Oh, God. I, no. I'm not oh, home. God. I will never let you live that down. Hey, man. Sometimes it be like that. That was his Run away Trump from card. me, baby. Yeah. Kimberly, I need you. Yeah. Yo. He thought that was the one. He thought that was he the thought, one. Yo. And he did that during Find it. Your Love. Yeah, he did. He started bro. going on those runs towards yeah. the end. Yo, sometimes yeah. you just gotta take those shots. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. You got the whole world. Let's get into the Drake set. Yeah. yeah, bro. He went for it. He did go for it. You gotta too. go for it. You gotta apply that pressure. I commend I that to. though. I commend him trying yo. though. Cause that was smooth. I was smooth, yo. Honest, man, because I yo, feel like that's something I would do. The same, I would have did it. I would have did it. It's the same way I'm not mad at. It's the same way I'm not mad at a nigga Robin Thicke naming his whole album after her, like, Ooh, after Paula. I'm not mad at it. I don't know. That was nasty. Yeah. It was nasty. I don't wait, know. That's but, hey, different. That was nasty. I'm not mad at it. You have to. Got to try. Gotta Shout pressure. out to Robin Thicke, man. Because now that you said pressure. that, Robin Thicke gave me some joints that I'm mad. I was in middle school to like when I heard him. Because if I was me right now. Lost without you? That's my shit. Cheat code. Classic. Wanna love you, girl? Mm -hmm. I was too young to really, like, know what that song was about. I loved it, though. 
there are certain songs that like, all right, we got a fun topic now. What are certain songs in middle school love songs Ooh. that got you in your bag and you wasn't doing nothing with no girls in middle school? Like I remember in middle school. Yeah, like, like I'm I'm 28, so that's 05 to 07 okay. for so me. Then we can talk because I'm 28 too. Yeah, so like, wanna wanna love you, girl? Lost without you. I'm definitely middle school for sure. White ass song, but you know what song got people going crazy? Hmm. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like in New <laughs> York City? Yo, that's a shout out to LimeWire. That's where I first yeah. discovered that song. What oh, time for LimeWire? Niggas don't know. Basically, any song by Neo, so sick. Yeah. Neo, oh my Do God, you. bro. Yeah. Miss Independent, because Nigga, of yeah. you. The Dream, killing it. In oh, middle yeah. Killing it in middle I school. love your girl. Right with Neo, oh, too. Nah, yep. Yeah. The Dream, though. The Dream is the one I'm really mad about. Shorty that shit. And the American Dream. Because back then, it, it wasn't even like, oh. Do you know what I mean? I did not Yo. know what I what you meant. But it was a good song. It was a good song. There's, there's one song. Falsetto. Falsetto. What? Freaking. one song. It was, it was, you know, the sensor version more than we know the actual dirty version and mm. shit like that. For Kiss the... You Through the Phone. Kiss Me Through the Phone. Soldier. Yeah, Soldier Girl. Girl. That's the first album I ever bought. Soldier Boy. Really? <laughs> With Cash Money. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Freak. I'm trying to think back to that number that they kept saying in Kiss Me Through the Phone was the second ever number I memorized. <laughs> Third number, actually, my, 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 my parents' house number. Then I remember 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones right on the low because Mike Jones is about to blow. That's and then whatever was the number from Kiss Me Through the Phone. Six seven eight two nine eight two one two. Swear to God, that's the that's only lit. three numbers. But by the time I was fifteen, I memorized completely. That's lit. You're a real hip hop fan. Yeah, which is sad, but hey, <laughs> maybe my folks should have gave me their numbers in a more entertaining fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Jones did it. I remember calling that number all the time. Like, yo, let's call Mike Jones. <laughs> I ain't know a pre, you know, pre automated voicemails. Yeah, about then. Good times, man. That's the thing, too, I loved about, like, Twitter and, like, music, which is, like, everybody brings back flashbacks. Like, yeah, we're yeah. at the point now where we're, what, at least 15 years removed from sidekicks. Yep. Yep. Mm, Raise your hand if you had a sidekick. I did not. I, I had one. So no, man, I, 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 I'm a kind of like me. Me three. I never had a sidekick. <laughs> I wanted one too. Or a BlackBerry. I wanted yeah, both yeah. of them. No, I, oh, so bad. <laughs> I had a BBM, sidekick, but I had it for, like, a day. <sighs> it was so sad. Yeah. BBM was another <laughs> so one. Was another one. Nah. Yo, I had that shit for like a day. I figured, yo, I got it right for some. It was work for like I think like three, four hours. How you get it though? That's important. Oh no, no, no. That is important. Oh, no, you, know, you, you know, mom's body was like, yo, here, take to get this phone. I think okay. I, I think I did good in school one year. One, okay. one time, I was like, yo, I got you. Bet. Mom's body. Mom's body. Yeah. That's you wild. had it for one day. One. Let me tell you because I'm a fan. I kid you not. What happened was I got it. It worked for like four hours, and all of a sudden, some shit just was not working in that phone anymore. Oh no! And then I had to return that shit. They didn't have like another option. They, it was all out of stock. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Ended up getting like some bootleg ass like those phone. I don't know what it nah, was. Nah, there was bootleg Word. versions of the of the uh, of the sidekick. I remember I had one. T-Mobile G1. Oh, G1. Oh. That was the first Android. The first Android. Was on. That literally was it. T-Mobile G1. I remember having that mm -hmm. joint. And I remember that was like the first phone I had that allowed me to listen to music on the go. Mm -hmm. And I remember having that phone just in time to hear So Far Gone. Mm. This was Damn. February of 2009. Damn. Hearing that joint. Damn. Literally, first phone with internet. That's classic. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, first phone, because I had grown out of the ringtones, mm. <laughs> time and everything. You feel me? Like, I, I remember that vividly, bro. Great times.
But nah, those are some great ass times, man. And I'm happy that the folks are bringing it back. Yeah. Especially yeah. for the youth. Because I just look at kids these days and go, y'all got nothing. Nope. I don't care what you say about <laughs> TikTok and everything else. Y'all don't have the opportunity to build the memories. Can I ask a, a serious question? This to is build the callus that we built. It's something I've been thinking about, though. Is it that they have nothing, bro? Or is it that we just... Because I'll be thinking, you know, like our parents would be like, we had Marvin Gaye, we had all of that, y'all ain't yeah. got shit. Yeah. But we we talking about the shit that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Is it really that, bro? Like, Do they really not have nothing? Or do we just... We just... um, We not there. Like, In my know? serious opinion... They don't have nothing. I think that. I think so too. And my my serious opinion, like, and and the reason why I can say this is because they don't have real life Mm. memories, Mm. real life tangibles. Mm. Social media is their memories. It's their source of it. And and I say that from my personal experience as somebody too that outside of this media thing, I work with kids. Mm -hmm. So like I've done a bunch of roles with kids. And it's like, minus being in the right spot and before the pandemic, they don't really got that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like kids these days, you know, even if you're somebody that might grow up on one side of town and yet go to school with a lot of bunch of, with a lot of people, I feel like with us in this room, we really grew up with everybody, bro. Mm -hmm. We really grew up with everybody. Like, I, of course, grew up in a black and brown neighborhood part of town, Mm -hmm. but I had the white homies. I had Indian homies. I had Asian homies. Mm -hmm. Like, I was around everybody, and I I feel like there was a time in society, real talk, bro, where even though race, money, and everything else was always a factor, it felt like on some Martin Luther King status, bro, like we really was able to judge people off of character, off of their personality, and off of... The situation I agree. versus now where everything gets blown up to proportion mm-hmm. and in some situations people immediately go to race, gender, mm-hmm. money or whatever. I really feel like that wasn't me growing up. Yeah, I agree with that. It bro. really wasn't, man. What's that? I agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. I think, I think part of it is also everything is at this generation's fingertips with social media, with the advancement mm-hmm. of technology. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, well, you mentioned LimeWire earlier. If we if we heard a song somewhere and we wanted to hear it, you had to either go buy the album yeah, bro. or you had to search online for that joint. If it wasn't Chris on LimeWire, was you go one, to FrostWire or you go to Kaza or you go media to any fire. of those, yep. those websites you could play music videos. Like we, we kind of had that gratification of finding something and then having it in our old iTunes library. Nowadays... Mm-hmm. Streaming, all these different things. Like, so I, I think that they have things, but they, but it's literally handed to them rather than them having to go out of their way sure, to yeah. find stuff. Like, yo, but being the kid who the only kid in your class with an iPod coming in with the new tracks, everyone wants to hear it. One earphone in someone yep. else's ear, like it's just <laughs> different. Time. It's just different now. Now you could these kids could walk into their their homeroom. Maybe they have a Bluetooth speaker on them. They they could play something off yep. Apple Music. Facts that yep. they might not even be paying for the account. Their parents are paying for it. They got a family account. Like it's just yep. it's it's so different. But I think you know. I try not to be that older person who looks down on the things that they have because I'm not gonna lie, I, I be scrolling through TikTok. TikTok is dope. I'm not gonna no, 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 yeah, like, on another day, on another day, you, the audience, you will see me get my flowers to TikTok. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And why it is a wonderful addition to hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like there's a lot of older people making use of it as well. Like it's it's become mm-hmm. its own search engine. You can get recipes there. You can get financial yeah. advice there. Yeah. You can find yeah. artists there. You can it, dope sports videos, gaming stuff. It, like it's yeah. become this new just. 
it's it's its own like metaverse, multiverse, whatever yeah, thing now. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. And you know, for a while, I tried to stay away from it because I didn't mm -hmm. so I didn't want to get too immersed in it. And now sure. it's like, nah, bro, I, I'll be scrolling through the app. Yeah, <laughs> it's bro. dope. It's I like it. I like I'll be on that bitch getting therapy. Yeah, like, actual therapist, nigga, yeah, for man. real. That shit. Lit. And it's funny how that's the cycle. Before I pass the AK, in case you had something to add to this too, like that's the cycle of everything on the internet, right? Like I remember. A while ago, somebody said this about Twitter, too. Like, essentially, all of us signed up for Twitter, for Twitter, quit, came back, <laughs> probably quit again, yeah. or yeah. stayed and didn't leave. That's true. Everybody did that. That's so fucking yeah, true. That's yeah, it's like, we all have these cycles where it's like, <laughs> yo, what is this? I don't get it. I might try it, but then I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then you come back, and then it's like, oh, like, you never left. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, Twitter's essentially like, you know, like the old... You know, the old work or whatever. You're like, man. <laughs> the old work. <laughs> I might not really want it to, you know, be with. We just kicking it and then messed around and be like, yo, we really here 10 years later. <laughs> I made Damn. my first Twitter account in 2009. Facts. Me too. On and off that joint until February of 2011. Haven't left that joint since. Yeah, man. Okay. You know, I, th I think for me when it comes to like that topic, it's just uh, things are like temporary. A lot more temporary now, right? Um, doesn't in case it's everyone you's talking about like streaming and shit like that. Like, I'm gonna say that like yo, we used to be able to like say shit on our computer, like on our, on our iTunes on the computer. Now we're streaming, fam. Niggas can take that shit off any second, any day. Never see that shit. Never hear from that shit. I think there's dead ass some albums that if I can dead ass find my old dull computer that we used to have. Going to iTunes, I'll probably see a lot more like albums that I had than I do now because they're just not on streaming no more, or they're just not on streaming and shit. So, certain shit is temporary. Like even a lot of these videos, fam. Again, so some of them take get taken off quick. So I think for them, they they're so used to shit like being here, and they're probably being gone the next. That I think for a lot a lot of times it's just gonna be like that cycle of I bet like what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's gonna keep going just like that. Before we go to our last topic, to go back to Ye, Will simply said, Ye is back. <laughs> <laughs> nothing more, Yo. nothing less. Last topic, another quick talking point. Jim Jones uh, was doing an interview, and I saw this report on Hip Hop DX. Of course, salute to Hip Hop DX. Told me Armand's part of the team. I got Mark. Shout out to Mike Sapp. Salute to the guys over at Hip Hop yeah. DX is killing it. Um, they was talking to Jim about the, you know, the now one four championship victory <laughs> over Dipset and versus. <laughs> and uh, Jim was just talking about it like, yo, it's, it's obviously crazy thinking about it in retrospect because like so many people really looked at it as like as the championship and everything. Mm -hmm. And towards the end, Jim said with a smile, I would want to do a versus with Jada mm. solo. Mm. On a scale of one through 10, with 10 being, is this man absolutely insane? Mm. Huh. Where would you rank him? I go first. It's a 10. <laughs> and I love Jim. Play Bird Gang Money, I'll give you that round. I don't care what Jada plays. <laughs> I'll give you that round for Bird Gang Money. But you're out of your mind. Jada's winning easily. Yeah. Yeah. I it's it's hard for me to rate. Like it's it, it's high though. It's a high ranking. I just yeah. think with Jada Kiss, we saw him. A lot of people thought Fab was gonna beat him. He yeah, beat Fab. I thought and then Locks beating Dipset. So he's undefeated in verses right now. Like you kind of gotta work your way up to him, mm -hmm. yeah. honestly. And Jim, you know, he he's been on a great run the last few years, but you know, and I think Jada's um 
the the benefit of the locks dipset one was it was more performance based. Yeah. So it's yeah. not necessarily about the hits, but it's how it's the vibe you create when you're there. And I think you know I think Jim could probably do a good job, but Jada showed like yo, you really got to come with it. Like if if you face me in a versus, so I don't I don't know if Jim want that smoke. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, nope. Jim don't want it. Jim don't want it. <laughs> I'm, 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 if I had to put it, you know, I won't say he, I, I won't say he a ten, but I probably be put like an eight, mm-hmm. maybe. I probably put like an eight because, um, like you said, undefeated our versus, yeah. right? Like at this point, it's like I don't know what you can put at Jay that. Like you said, oh, he's also like a, just the performance aspect of it. I think what I do think Jim can probably give him money at with, with the performance yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, like he will have to he, bring like, his A game. You got exactly yeah. all the shit talking and all that shit. They're gonna have to bring out the fucking uh, hood weatherman character, all, all that shit. Like, but with all in all, I don't. He really don't want it. I, I, I can honestly say that I really feel like yo, I could probably name more Jada records than I do Jim Jones. And, and the thing about it, if you look at it too, is like it's not. I don't even think it's even equal positions. You got a Jada who's always been like I think the face of the locks in general, and then you got Jim who, no disrespect to him, was obviously wasn't really the face of G Unit. That was fifty. To me, it make more sense. We're doing like a leader, leader type shit versus yeah, leader versus a nigga. Locks, yeah, everything. like it, it, it don't make sense to me. So like, I'm Jim don't want that. I will say for Jim, I'm really excited to hear this Gangsta Grills. That's a fact. For sure, I'm That's really excited. That's a fact. Like I'm really like, oh my god, you have a nah. gangster grills. That Migos record is one of my faves so far. Honestly, that's, I that think he got, shit. I, I love that. Shit. I think he got a joint with. He got joints with Davies on there. I think Dusty Lil Kane is on there. Mm. Oh, that's the one I want to hear a lot though. I'm not gonna lie. That's I freaking can't wait. Jim's been he's been rapping great the last. Another few years. another older gentleman in the game that's mm-hmm. on a great freaking streak. Caught his second wind and like you know yep. it's 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 dope to see. It's really dope to see because. Mm-hmm. It's. I think a lot of the a lot of the younger music fans probably aren't as hip to, yeah. to him. To be honest, you know, they might not even know Ballin. It was like Ballin was. <laughs> yeah, that's boy, us again. Bro, when when I was playing, years when I was playing he, he, middle he school ballin', basketball and I was shooting free throws. Every time I made one, the ballin, bench was saying Ballin. Yeah, Yo. like those are memories I can go back to. And I don't know if you know the kids are as hip to Jim in that way. So I think <laughs> you know, although he might not make the music that is the most streamable for them or the most yeah. popular to them like his kind of resurgence for lack of a better word is is, is dope to see it you know i hope people pay attention to it see that's the thing man we had belts back then people used to go crazy over bro yeah, like yeah. The, oh my god man yeah the belts people so many folks wanted the belts mm-hmm. the, the polo boots nike boots crazy. shout like, out to all of us man that wore basketball shorts under the, the pants <laughs> stay ready so you don't gotta get ready because yeah, you, you never, never know. know when you might come across an open gym never yep. for real you never know i had the basketball shorts ready ready to go like <laughs> some days it was tight on me but i kept them on because you never know when you might hoop like for real, for real, and being up here in New York, those are some of the best leggings you can have when it was cold. Oh, that's a fact. That's really tough. That's that's, that's, that's nah, a fact. for real. It was that's freaking dope. Yeah. Real talk, folks. That is that. Thank you so much yeah. for listening to episode one sixty eight of the Foresight Podcast, our first episode of twenty twenty two. Our brother Armand joined us. Thank you so much, good yeah. sir. Thank Make you. sure you follow him on all of the socials. We will have all of that tagged. Check out his work on Hip Hop DX, and most importantly, and I mean most importantly. 
Check out the Stay Busy podcast with Armand Sadler. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Karen. Shout out to the team over there. Their episodes have been going crazy. Thank you. So make sure y'all check them out. Shout out to Wolf as always. Shout out to WTF Media Studios for being the home that we needed for this pod. And as we always say, free the guys up top, free the guys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. We'll talk to you next time. And oh, by the way, boom. (laughs) Shout out to B-Love. I'm going to find a way to work that in there. Shout out to B-Love. Real talk. Holla, holla. Yo.